0: Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all of the Horizon League's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Let's crown another fall champion, shall we? Welcome in, Reach the Horizon, the official podcast. Of the Horizon League, Justin Kinner with you here. And I'm excited for today's podcast, of course, because today's theme is none other than the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championships, which will be held this Saturday night, or at least a champion will be crowned this Saturday night. Semifinal action begins tonight, five o'clock and eight o'clock. Uh, both semifinal matchups. You can watch all of the action on ESPN plus the Milwaukee Panthers hosting the championships at Engelman Stadium. And if you can't make it out to any of the games and you're not going to be around to be able to potentially watch it on ESPN+, Plus, make sure you follow all the action on social media. We all have social media. Give the Horizon League a follow. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and more, of course. You can also, and by the way, do the search at Horizon League. That's how you'll be able to find them on those... Social media channels, uh, and you can get all the information you need as well at their website, horizonleague.com. Our guest that we'll get to coming up here momentarily, Troy Fabiano. He's the Milwaukee head women's soccer coach, and I'm excited to talk with him as his Panthers are hosting the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championships uh, beginning tonight. He is in his fifth season with the club and keep in mind that he just racked up his fifth straight Horizon League coach of the year honor. So congratulations to him. Definitely well deserved. But how about the success of the program as a whole? I mean, if you look back at the last two decades, this is a program that has won 19 of the last 20 regular season championships, 19 of the last 20 regular season championships. That is unheard of. They're also unbeaten in their last 33 horizon league matches dating all the way back to 2016. They have not lost a conference game in the horizon league for 33 straight games dating back to 2016. That is unheard of. You look at this season alone, Milwaukee, again, a perfect 10 and 0 at home this season. That's beyond just conference games. So again, this team plays really well at home, which is going to bode well for them as they are hosting the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championships. And we'll get into more of that coming up with Troy Fabiano, Milwaukee head women's soccer coach in just a moment. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to last week's guest, Paul Rice. He was Oakland. Uh, he is the Oakland Golden Grizzlies head cross country coach. He was last week's guest and we previewed the Horizon League cross country championships which wrapped up. I want to give a shout out to the IUPUI men and the Oakland women as both of them won the team championships last weekend. Oakland also swept the individual titles, Connor Goats for the men and Maggie Schneider for the women. Last week we spoke with we talked with Paul Rice about Maggie Schneider and a certain record that she was pursuing and uh, well, she not only pursued it, she accomplished that goal last weekend. Maggie became the first Horizon League female student-athlete to win three straight individual titles. That is awesome. Congratulations once again to Maggie Schneider becoming the first Horizon League female student-athlete to win three straight individual titles as the cross-country championships wrapped up last weekend. Future championships that we'll be talking about in the coming weeks. How about the men's soccer championships, which will be held on November 14th and 16th, to give you a little bit of a preview there. UIC has clinched the regular season title and will host the semifinals and championship on the 14th and 16th, as I mentioned. The Oakland Golden Grizzlies secured the number 2 seed, and they have earned a bye to the semifinals. Uh, so, again, that's all going to be coming up next weekend. So congratulations uh, to UIC on a great regular season, as well as the Oakland Golden Grizzlies and all the teams in the Horizon League. How about volleyball? I mean, if you want to talk about an exciting race to the finish line, volleyball has just under two weeks remaining, and it's a three-woman race right now to the finish line. And uh, everyone assumed that it would really come down between Milwaukee – and green bay and it definitely has but you got to give the Wright state raiders a lot of credit because they have come screaming all the way up to the top from where they were projected to finish in the preseason polls that came out Wright state has definitely elevated themselves into the conversation as a team that could potentially host the horizon league volleyball championships coming up here in a few weeks if you're a volleyball fan i promise you you want to keep track of what's going on at the top of the standings for volleyball because that's going to be a very exciting fun finish The postseason technically doesn't begin for a couple more weeks. The championships don't begin for a couple more weeks. But I promise you, if you tune in to any of these teams' volleyball matches right now, they're going to have a postseason feel to them because so much is on the line as we head into the final stretch of the regular season for volleyball. All right, let's get to our guest real quick. Again, the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championships begin tonight. Again, the semifinals begin tonight. Two matches, 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock. The winner of both of those matchups will head to the championship game on Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Again, hosted by Milwaukee. You can catch all the action on ESPN+. Plus. Troy Fabiano, the head coach for the Milwaukee Panthers on the women's side. He is our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Take a listen. Coach, I appreciate your time. How are you? Welcome in. All right. Thank you for having me. We're talking about the championships coming up this weekend, and I feel like the season just started. I don't get it. Did the season go by in the blink of an eye for you as it did for most people?
1: Yeah, it seems like it's always a blur. You know, you think about your first day and your first meeting with the ladies on campus and signing all their paperwork, and, you know, at that point you have a discussion about aspiration and goals, and, and all of a sudden, you know, the weather is nice and warm, and obviously we're in Wisconsin, and now it's nice and cold. Uh, so it went by pretty quick.
0: Now, Coach- times
1: is a great thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Maybe things are not going your way.
0: (laughs) Now, coach, now with this in mind, you're part of a program that has been sustaining over two decades worth of dominance in this conference. And uh, you're in your fifth season with this team. You're named coach of the year once again. And congratulations on that, by the way. But how much, you know, when you were coming to Milwaukee and you knew about the dominance of the the women's soccer program, obviously that's an exciting opportunity. But how much pressure did you feel that, Okay, yes, it's a good opportunity, but how much pressure did you put on yourself to make sure that you sustain that dominance that you've been able to accomplish five years in?
1: I mean, I think just like any staff, you know, you you put the pressure on yourself to be successful. Obviously, it has a strong history, meaning program-wise, at UWM on the women's side. Uh, But, you know, one of the things we preach as a program is, you know, don't look backward, look forward. You know, take it one game at a time, and, you know, that's what we do. Uh, But obviously, you look at the history, and you look at the tradition, and you want to embrace that. Uh, And, you know, you, you have a bullseye on your back. You know, and and that's one of the things, you know, we tell our players to embrace, don't hide from it. Uh, But, you know, you have a program that has a ton of history, and and we want to embrace that, and, you know, we want to move forward and, and use that to our advantage.
0: Now, with that in mind, Coach, I mean, you talked about what you embraced and what you took over and about the history of it, but what is the driver for the program to sustain 20 years of this? Because we see this in sports all the time where people are like, well, just look at the successful program and copy what they do. If it was that simple, you'd see a lot more teams doing what you guys do as well. What is the driver for the program sustained sustain success over the last two decades?
1: Dude, I mean, that, that's, that's a difficult question to ask. I mean, obviously, I think it comes, one number one, from support from administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's obviously very valuable. Uh, two, support from the local community, meaning the local club's obviously your base. Uh, and then three, just having the right people in the program to drive the program uh, that, that can sort of embrace that. Like you said, you know, once you get there, you know, it's difficult, but to maintain it is extremely difficult. Uh, so I think, you know, you look at Moynihan and Nick, Dave Nicklick, what they've done for such a long period of time before that UWM. And, you know, that also helps sell to uh, The current players, because of the success of the program. Uh, because, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of recruits want to be in a program that's very successful and it's going to play for championships. So, you know, that helps it. And, you know, to maintain it is something sort of brick. Uh, obviously, I was at Parkside for 17 years at a Division II school. And, you know, we were always fighting in the NCAA tournament, Sweet 16. Uh, so, you, mean, you bring in the right people that have that success, that taste of that success, and, and know what it takes, you know, on and off to be successful.
0: Now, Coach, you guys are are hosting the semifinals and the championships for the fifth straight season coming up. What are the benefits of being able to host this championship for your team?
1: Warm weather. Great weather (laughs) in the state of Wisconsin uh, come November. No, I mean, just like anything, just being home, uh, you know, you have a routine. You know, you're in your bed, you're going to your classes, uh, you, you know, you're playing in front of your fans. You know, it's something that we train on every day on our field. Uh, just the familiarity of of the surroundings is crucial. Then you know, obviously, the biggest piece you're not traveling, you know, you're at home, uh, so you know that's that's always a good vibe. That being said, is you know, I, I think you know now being in my fifth year in the Horizon League, I think this was probably the deepest group uh, competitive teams that I've seen, and you got four teams that are going to compete for a championship. And, and to be honest with you, you saw it in the first round where uh, the higher seed uh, went on the road. To say, Lawrence went on the road and and pulled off upset. So I think you know that that's going to be crucial. As you know, you're going to have to come in and compete because I think any of the four teams can win this championship coming up this weekend.
0: Now, what about for you, Coach, what's your, like, when you, what goes into hosting these every year? Like, what is your role? If there is a disadvantage to this, is it that it could potentially take your mind off of, uh, of what's going on because you're having to worry about hosting this? Is there any disadvantages to it to where if you're on the road, you're just focused on you and your team only, you're not worried about anything else that goes into hosting these type of events? Is that something you think about at all?
1: No, I, I think the biggest positive for us is our administration handles all the off the field. Very nice. Uh, preparation for hosting so i mean you know we can just focus in on our team and our players so yeah we really don't see, you know i would say a, a non-benefit of hosting that's really more of a burden and probably a question you probably can ask my admin on how much they're doing uh for the upcoming games but we don't see it from a coaching staff or from a team perspective
0: Oh, good. interesting to know. Plus, even if you did, with all the success you've had, no one's feeling sorry for you, right? Like that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boo hoo. Right, you know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Everybody's gunning for you, and, and, and I'm sure everybody, you know, the other three teams would love to be hosting it. <laughs> and if they did have to paint the Horizon League logo on the field, they'd be painting it. So, yep. you know, we're excited to host it. You know, we're familiar with hosting it. But like I said, our administration does a great job of taking that burden on, and, and it really doesn't fall onto ourselves as a staff or players.
0: Milwaukee head coach, head soccer coach for the women's side, Troy Fabiano with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Now, Coach, your defense, you've only allowed one goal during the entire uh, conference play of the season. Like everyone talks about defense wins championships, and we'll talk about your offense in just a moment because you're the top offensive team in the league as well. But that's impressive, one goal in the entire conference play. That, that's quite the feat right there. Yeah,
1: it's, it's something we preach. You know, and I think sometimes a lot of people think, well, you know, it starts with your back line or your defenders, where, you know, we preach the opposite. It actually starts with our forward line because they're usually the first line of defense. Uh, but it's something we continuously work on from day one until now. Uh, and like you said, defense wins championships. You don't give up goals. You're not going to lose. You know, the joy of soccer is, well, if you don't score a goal, you're going to the famous PKs, which, you know, every coach really does not enjoy to do. Uh, <laughs> But that being said, I think, you know, it's just the mindset of our players and obviously our staff that, you know what, you know, we're going to defend, we're going to work extremely hard, and I think a lot of things too is, you know, if you're able to keep the ball in possession-wise, obviously sometimes that's your best defense because the other team doesn't have the ball. Uh, So, you know, those are a couple of things that we really sort of work on and and preach on a daily basis in training from, I would say, the first day of preseason all the way up until, you know, basically tomorrow, the first day before semifinals. I should say the last day before semifinals.
0: On the other side, you guys are averaging about two and a half goals per game. So when you have that type of defense that we just talked about mixed with the explosiveness on the offensive side, two and a half goals per game. What's the key to that? You know, driving that sort of offensive performance.
1: I think it goes back to you know the ability to keep the ball. But this year we're a little bit more balanced. Where you know we've been in the past, maybe we had one or two players doing you know the massive majority of scoring. Uh, We're currently you know we we have a handful of kids that have the ability to score goals and. You know, you know, teams can't focus on one specific kid uh, or player, I should say. So I think, you know, that's a big benefit for us there. And then, you know, you know, we're pretty deep and, you know, everybody at this time is dealing with injuries and stuff like that, but I still feel like we're a deep team. Uh, so, you know, we have a couple of players that come off the bench that give us and provide us a spark, which is always dangerous and our level doesn't drop. So that's been pretty crucial for us, especially down this stretch run, Uh but, you know, I mean, that's what you try to do. You try to keep the ball, score goals, keep the ball out of the net. It's not too complex. Uh, easier said than done sometimes. Uh, but it's just, it's just, you know, it, it's been a fun season. And, you know, now just, you know, the stakes get a little bit higher and emotions amped up a little bit because now you're hosting the semifinals and hopefully you can get the group to the final.
0: Coach, one of your star players, uh, Michaela Schmelzer, uh, she was named the Horizon League's Defensive Player of the Year, but she's also a starter on the women's basketball team as well. That's a really unique story out of the conference. What what makes her so special to be able to be a two-sport star? Something that, honestly, it, it's becoming rare in college athletics.
1: It, it's crazy. I mean, you know what she's able to do, and then, you know, you, got, you know, in the classroom, I believe she maintains a 3.9 GPA in engineering. Uh, she plays two sports. And, you know, when people always ask me this question, I say it's pretty simple. It's her work rate. Uh, I mean, she is so driven on and off the field. You know, it's just, it's just great to see, and whatever she plans to do after uh, her college career, she's going to be successful because she's so driven and she applies herself so well in time management. Obviously, is crucial for her. Uh, but to pull off two sports, now at this time of the year where you have one sport, you know, going for a conference championship, and then you have another sport starting up and then maintaining, you know, your academics, uh, she's just a driven person and and everything she has earned she has deserved because she worked so hard
0: now Michaela's definitely had an impressive season if you want I and mean, we a couple other players uh that have contributed to i mean it's a whole team effort I get that, but some other key players that are gonna you know play huge roles uh in you trying to accomplish your goal this weekend.
1: you know what I think Elena Lamachia, our goalkeeper <laughs> you know sometimes you know maybe she does not get uh The notice, because we don't give up a ton of shots, but, I mean, you know, she's one of the top goalkeepers in the conference. She's solid with her feet. You know, at at some point she is the the goalkeeper that has the ability to make that special save when called upon. Uh, You know, you look up top for us, it starts with Haley Johnson, Mackenzie Schill, uh, Julia Brajas, and Taylor Hattori. Uh, You know, those are the kids that sort of make us go. Uh, and then like you said, you know, you got Gabby Schwartz out of, the, out of the outside and RAF. you know, if you look at it, you know, we, we were very fortunate to have numerous players put on the all-conference team, and I think it's well-deserved just like all coaches feel, so, uh, so I think we have a well-balanced group, and it's just more or less, we've always talked to our players, these are the environments you want to be, this is what you work for, you know, be excited to play, embrace it, don't let the emotions get the best out of you, uh, and that's something we sort of preached all year where, in the past, maybe we went up 1-0 and we really had to hang on uh, to finish the games where, you know, the last couple games during this season, we've been able to get a second and third goal to put teams away. So hopefully we've taken that step from last year because we've gained so ex- so much experience uh, with such a young team, you know, getting into the NCAAs, traveling to Santa Clara, and playing such a quality team, and it's sort of carried over, and their confidence is just, it's just huge as a group.
0: All right, Coach, last thing, and we'll let you go. We appreciate your time this morning as you guys are getting prepped again for the uh, Horizon League Women's Soccer Championships coming up this weekend. Now, with that being said, you guys are looking to capture your second straight tournament title. Uh, what is your team's main focus this week prepping for you, uh, for your guys' game or match coming up later on this week?
1: I think, you know, we work on ourselves. We focus on ourselves. You know, we'll work on, you know, our shape. We'll work on defending. Uh, we'll work on finishing. But, you know, like I said, we want the players to embrace it. We want them to enjoy it. You know, sometimes when you're in in the middle of it, you don't have the the ability to take a deep breath uh, and just really enjoy what you're, you know, sort of going through right now. But nothing really changes for us. Our mindset is the same thing. Semifinals are Thursday. We know what we want to work on. Uh, We'll start to focus a little bit more on our opponent because we found out last night it'll be Oakland. Uh, So we'll put our preparation today and tomorrow into ourselves in Oakland.
0: All right. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Troy Fabiano, Milwaukee head women's soccer coach, good enough to join us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Coach, thanks so much for your time and best of luck this weekend.
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right. Good stuff there. Milwaukee head women's soccer coach Troy Fabiano. Good enough to join us and be our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. By the way, did you know that being a listener of the Reach the Horizon podcast has its benefits, including exclusive access to tickets to the Horizon League basketball championships? To thank you for listening, save five dollars per ticket by using the code HL podcast at checkout. Again, visit horizonleague.com and use the code HLPODCAST at checkout. I look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. We thank you for tuning in each and every week. Make sure you tell your friends and family about us. Subscribe and download the Reach the Horizon podcast, the official podcast of the Horizon League. You can find us in your Apple iTunes store, Google Play store, SoundCloud, and, of course, the Horizon League social media channels shared across the board. You can also uh, follow me on Twitter, at 1410Kinner, K-I-N-N-E-R, and search for me on Facebook as well, where we also house these podcasts throughout the week and throughout the month. And uh, we're excited to be doing this podcast with you throughout the rest of the season. Again, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Troy Fabiano for being our guest on this week's edition of the podcast. And until next week, this has been reach the horizon, the official podcast of the horizon league.